Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Danny Vargas. Hello. Danger. Un amigo de cartel! Un amigo de cartel! Tell me again. Uh, if you're not familiar with us, we come to you each and every week to podcasting services of your choice from tables and microphones of our choice. We talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, pop culture, everything in between. Uh, we each pick a topic, usually. We bring it to the table. We have we share our topics. We discuss. We speculate. We we cheese may. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff and and more. Uh, we go big in our modes sometimes, as some would say. Um, but there's no place for bravery here. I'm, I'm making a little Easter egg hint. <laughs> uh, not so subtle to our topics today. Um, but if you're not familiar, so we're not only on these audio platforms for podcasting. As you can see, for those watching the video right now, uh, we're on Twitch. And YouTube, you can check us out at the Weekly DLC. You can search for that on YouTube, and then on Twitch, we're at Twitch.tv/TheWeeklyDLC. Hit follow. You can see one recording. This month's gonna be a little weird. We usually record like later in the week, end of the week. All the news has been out. It's our. It's kind of like a buffet. What do we want to talk about? It's like a little, little bit of this, a bit of that. We're at the start of the week, so but uh, we haven't had a few of these topics, so it's like we got leftovers in that sense, and. Um, yeah, so we're on Twitch. You can join us when we're streaming. Hit the follow button. You'll know when we're streaming. And you can join us in chat. Chime in with your thoughts on the topic. Add to the conversation. It's a, just a good old time that we try to have. Yeah. Um, for those unfamiliar, um, if, you, if you check us out on the, the iTunes, the Apple Store, we're, we're on episode 289 now. 289 episodes, over 300 in total episodes, including all of our interviews, spoiler casts, everything. Still holding on to the five star title. <laughs> it's going to be like Christmas ish. Like With a few delays, I think, but I think we'll still be this year. Because we were originally going to be like at the, the start of December to hit the big 3 0 um, But yeah, uh, all different ways. There's no place we're not. We're on everything. We're, we're hopefully soon on TikTok too, I think. In some ways. I mean, some of the TikToks, if you see some of ours, you'll see us behind the scenes, like our trip to PAX, how that went. Uh, if it was directed by Michael Bay or <laughs> set in 2007. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about everything. That's the spiel. That's the three of us. But uh, so this week, this is 289. We're going to be talking about three things. We're going to be talking about Video Donkeys, new game publishing studio, Big Mode. We're going to be talking a little bit about the resurgence of Cyberpunk 2077 and what that could also relate to. And finally, we're going to be talking about a hit indie game we, we got a chance to, to try at PAX and give our review of it. Um, the game being No Place for Bravery. Um, Wait, is the the review band lifted? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it lifted on the 21st. Okay. Good. See, one of the things we pride ourselves on uh, is integrity mm-hmm. uh, uh, adhering to our NDAs? No slipping Jimmy's here. No slipping Jimmy's here. Um, <laughs> Only Chuck McGill's and, <laughs> and Hamlin. One piece is real. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that that'll be our topics for today. Uh, before we go into our topics, though, we like to go a little bit around the table. We we, we do these weekly, so we like to catch up. What you've been up to between the weeks? So, I guess we've been up to since last uh, week. Nothing really. I've been recovering from events that happened to me, and um, I've been reading a lot of manga. Nice. Yeah. It's been a good week of manga. Yeah. Well, it's been slow, but 
I just, <laughs> I, <clears throat> what I do is I sit around my computer all day and I refresh and that's all I do. Okay. I like watch people's streams and refresh. That's all I do. Respectable. <laughs> what about Chainsaw yeah. Man? You gonna watch it? Probably watch it. I'm not gonna read it. I don't think I will. Inspired <clears throat> family comes out again. Oh, this is the second season. No, like soon, like a week or a couple days. Yeah, this fall. Oh yeah, <laughs> still summer is hot. Hot, hot boy, is, hot boy summer. It's too hot. What are you about to? I forgot to mention. I watched Hellraiser one and two. Oh, and, and two sucks ass. Two sucks ass, but. The writer was there. We were just <laughs> giving him props. <laughs> you couldn't tell me. I mean, it's, there are good quotes in the movie. And he even said, like, all the good quotes in the movie, I wrote them. And, like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Clyde, so Clyde Barker directed the first one. He's the guy who wrote the story. I highly recommend reading it. It's a novella. It's an hour read. That's in the estimation of Goodreads. It's fucking... He is... The the book doesn't do the the movie doesn't do the book justice. It's like there's a scene where he talks about because so Hellraiser is not really about hell. Those guys are not demons. Those guys are dimension travelers looking for pleasure and pain. They're called Cenobites. But the movie changed that. So in the second film, they say they're from hell. But the first one, they're not from hell. They're dimension travelers seeking pleasure and pain. And one of the dudes, he's just. What is it called when you just indulge in pleasures? It's a, there's a word for BDSM? it. BDSM? No, no, no. <laughs> like Lust? No, no. There's like a word for it. Like, just do everything just for pleasure. Fuck, I forgot the word. Well, anyways. He's done everything possible. And he's like, I need the next hit. And there's rumors that there's these, like, there's a puzzle box. If you open it, your, like, wildest pleasures will, like, be, like released and when he does it it doesn't show it in the movie but when he when he opens the box this dude is crying but he's enjoying himself i'm like the the description of it he's like he's crying in pain but it's also pleasurable and he's just like i was like god damn that shit's so descriptive and this is the guy that we know as like the no no no, oh okay okay but he's one of the dimension travelers okay yeah but yeah i saw it and even Hellraiser 1 is not that great, but there's a lot of cool scenes in it. So that makes up for it. Cool. And oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Man, racism still exists. So in the very beginning of the film, there's like an Asian dude. And he's the guy that like sells the puzzle box to the guy. He's like, what's your pleasure, sir? And there's a person laughing. It was just awkward. There's this one person laughing. He's like, oh, my God. And that phrase is repeated in Hellraiser 2. Because he sells the box again. What's your pleasure, sir? Yeah, but that's like their like phrase in the movie, which I've never seen anything past Hellraiser two. Hmm. And Hellraiser two sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool just watching like old movies in like millimeter. Like it's really cool. Like it wasn't scary. Yeah. But when I was watching Creep Show a long time ago, it was scary. I don't know why. Like, watching it on TV is different. And then this loud noises. I was like, yeah. holy shit. And I know the thing's coming. I was like, oh, damn. That's actually pretty creepy. Like, But, yeah. I'm trying to get into the Halloween season. Spooky. People at work don't dress up, so. They're not or gonna... not my, my department doesn't. 
This is the first time since, <clears throat> since pandemic that I'm gonna be in the office. I'm like, I want to ask my my teammates. I'm like, are are you guys down to decorate the area? What, how are you guys with cost like costumes? Because I like that stuff, but yeah. There's a contest, but I don't think I'm gonna participate in the Halloween. You should be the only one. I'm gonna participate in the Christmas one, but I'm gonna have to ask HR if I can put this. Because it's like a nonprofit and like it's a, it's from a movie. I, I saw it on Reddit. Some guy made a box but put foil around it, and Bruce Willis like <laughs> like a yeah, cut yeah. out of him. And I want to put that, but I don't know if it's okay. Okay. So I gotta ask HR because you know it doesn't. It's not non. It's kind of like a terror terrorist movie. Anti terrorist. Yeah, I guess. Movie. Yeah, if you go by tech, the yeah. technical stuff. For me, it's always it's less about the content and more about how it does this mess with our building safety mm. whatever mm-hmm. like, like i want to do bruce willis <clears throat> maybe a window with the wet bandits maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes i do want to do the christmas one okay um, but mm, played a little bit of no place for ba- bravery which we're going to talk about and i got lost and i was like okay I, I wanted to make a video and i recorded footage i just have not edited and I did not do the voiceover for it and i don't think just TikTok it. Yeah, I guess I can TikTok it. Just and make, I was like, <laughs> Take care. I was like playing it. It took some time because I was playing the hardest mode. Mm-hmm. And that very first first boss, not the mid boss, but the, the f- demo, the, the end of yeah. the demo. Yeah. He was kicking my, but I was trying to play it perfectly. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do a no hit. And I was okay. like, man, I kept on getting hit, kept on getting hit, kept on getting hit. But we'll see. Okay. I'll make a TikTok maybe, and then um, Splatoon, first Splatfest team gear. We got the tools. We got the tools. Good we, job. Yeah, we won. Took it to victory. I, I was telling people on stream because I'm streaming it, and I was telling people, "Hey, watch," because we were losing. <laughs> team Fun was winning. Yeah, they won the beginning. They won the mid midpoint. That's why they got twenty points. Oh, okay. and then we fucking came. I was like, "Watch." I'm gonna fucking turn the tide. <laughs> Came in. There's some gear. good good players though. Like playing Turf War is pretty chill, but playing on Splatfest, I was like, damn, there are some really good teams. Like yeah. I don't know if they were teams or they're just, just like, fucking me up, dude. Yeah. yeah, I was just Whew. Yeah. It was cool. Um Damn, maybe I won't play the plus I just wanna hit the high rank and not get the so the plus one, plus two is like prestige, kind of, for Call of Duty. That's comparable to it. I, d- I don't want to do that because it took a long time to hit plus one. And I'm like, damn, never again. <laughs> two hours is fun. It's fine. But I'm going to try to build my build. Okay. Um, Get your I need a better shirt. I don't have a good shirt. Got to so go shopping. There's no, like, I mean, I got to... Dan, you missed out not uh, putting the shells, getting the shells. Why? Because some of the the vending machine stuff, it's abilities. Like, I got 10 chunk abilities of everything. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. And Next Splatfest, I'm going hard. <laughs> I didn't know that I got a times 10 oh, match did you win? once. Yeah, once. You get but stuff for that. There's people that get times 333. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. You want to win, dude. What if you lose? You yeah. get nothing. Fuck! <laughs> I was reading about it. I was like, 
I was in some of those matches and I was not paying. I was just like playing them casually. And then we lost a few of them. I was like, oh, I could have. <laughs> but there's so many things. it doesn't tell you all this stuff like it doesn't tell you to use the conch shells it doesn't that it's only like during the yeah there's a lot of things that you just gotta either know or look up guides so and gotta make some tiktoks it's that game is pretty casual because like mm-hmm. i can tell like because i fuck a lot of fools <laughs> i mean there are times where I, I i get messed up but it's casual but pro at the same time yeah, yeah. No. i haven't played pro so i, I mean i'm saying like just the casual play is very casual. Like, it's I'm got a like, big enough audience where all of those avenues have a healthy population, and it just launched too on top of that. But there's the casual, there's the pro, and then there's ranked, which is pro, or I would say any anyone casual and pro, but aspiring towards better. And the modes in pro or the modes in ranked are different than turf war, mm. and it can be hard. Yeah, and that game's so weird because you could be winning ninety percent of the match, and the last ten percent could lose it. Yep, <laughs> it's like fuck. We were winning this whole time. You're like you have them locked in their base for most of the match. They wipe out your whole team. Yep. Ten seconds left. They clear the whole board yep. with their paint. They win. Very interesting game. Like I like I like it a lot. It's different. Yeah, it's very different from like a, any FPS or third person shooter. Very different. Like I, the closest thing comparable to it is Halo territories. Mm-hmm. That's but it's not. That's not even correct. That's not correct. It's the closest thing to it is that. And then, Do you sometimes get teammates that are too casual? Yeah. Like I'll see someone and with two hundred points, like bro, if you just painted the base, <laughs> you could have got two hundred points. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> they'll they'll weed out a little bit more. Shit, only the hardcore people play. Start. Trying if you can use your pro. Do you play with pro controller more or handheld? Uh, pro. When you're playing with the pro controller, try motion. I know. And and don't use it all the time. Just like do continue playing like you do. Uh huh. But then, if you want to do like if you're going for kills, start like twitching a little bit to to get those like faster jukes on the kills. I was watching a Twitter. Some dude was like John Wick. Yeah, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" If I went up against that guy, he would kill me. I think I went up against him. He killed me <laughs> in the rank in the in the pro one. Yeah, Fuck, no, rank was was hard because of the game modes. Pro oh, okay. was hard because the people were pro. Yeah, they were like all the slots, every weapon. They like you when you're swimming in in Splatoon. You swim in your own paint, and mm-hmm. you're you're mostly concealed, but not fully, unless mm-hmm. you have a certain abilities. And I didn't have those abilities. So I'm just mostly concealed, but like I'm not near any of the, the hustle and bustle of the fight. And I just got sniped, like just swimming. I was like, what the fuck? Like that never happens <laughs> unless it's by accident. Like they're spraying or something. Yeah. The net code's kind of fucked up because there was a moment where <clears throat> I was behind a pillar. Like I moved inside of behind a pillar. Some guy charge shot me through the pillar and killed me. Unless the paint hit well, me from top. It could be an AOE thing. Maybe. Because sometimes it happens with that dolphin super. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. I hate that. <laughs> they like, their ultimate is this dolphin. They ride into, they, it's like in a straight line. And at any point in that straight line, they can stop themselves and they just detonate like uh, in an AOE. So they'll like, you'll see a guy coming at you and you're like, I gotta get out of the way. <laughs> you try to book it. I, I hate the stamp. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
I wanna. Yeah, I'm enjoying Splatoon. That'll be a weekly thing. I played some Fortnite. I'm just Fortnite's eh. They didn't change too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, just enjoy it. Get the pass. What's the final one? Is it Gwen? Okay. Yeah. Easy. You just wait till the very end. All the quests are fucking there. Just yeah. XP power through everything. Anything else? Uh. Better call some. Bought, bought books and don't read them. Yeah, saw the One Piece. The one, it's real. <laughs> the One Piece is real. Fuck, dude. Manga is expensive. Like, shit. I was like looking at the price. Like, it's free. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, are you enjoying Better Call? Oh shit! Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's talking it's about this whole time. Season one through five. Slow. I'm warning you. It's a slow burn, but it's fucking worth it. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's not. Breaking Bad good, but I mean, it's it's yeah. fucking like saying that it's not Breaking Bad. Like Breaking Bad's like a what, ninety eight. Better Call Saul's like ninety five. Yeah, I think Breaking Bad is more exciting because he was like in the thick of the front lines of doing that, like the meth stuff. This is because it's the law stuff. I think it's like we're building a case. We're doing this, yeah. so it's like. But on the flip side, there's there's you know, there's so many shows about Law and Order, CSI. All, people love that stuff, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's got doesn't have an audience, but it's not as like exciting. You're in, how would you think of season five? Is the best one so far. Four was good. Five was even better, and I bet six. you six is even. Everything is like masterpiece. Imagine like a fucking stew, <laughs> and the stew's almost done. Like they're putting all these good ingredients and in like. Everything's coming to a fucking boiling point, and yeah, it's gonna be a fucking ride, dude. Cause like, obviously, most of these characters don't show up in Better Breaking Bad, so you know something happens to them, and that's the interesting part. Not a lot of these guys are gonna survive. Like, did you know in Breaking Bad, um, Mike mentioned Nacho? I didn't know that. He's like, like by name. No, 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 no. He's, or he's Je- Jesse to him. was like, I don't, you know, Jesse wanted to be like the the hitman. He's like, no, you're not that type of guy. I knew a guy. I knew a guy, and he's no longer here. He's talking about Nacho. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Nacho. He's like, he's no longer here. I knew a guy. I had a guy. I had a guy. I, I didn't re- remember it until I saw it, something on Twitter. It could be another character. Could be. There's a, there is another character. It's not like a named character. Like uh, Gus has two like go to. He has three go to guys in the mm-hmm. in Spider Call. One of them is not there in in Breaking Bad, and he was like one of Mike's like close. Com- I don't I don't remember what happened there. Oh, there's a scene. I'm trying not to be no spoilers, but there's a scene that was really good where the guys like he was worth fifty of you. I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh. and also the season finale of, or the, the final season of Atlanta is coming out <clears throat> it's currently being showed oh, man. That, <clears throat> you're gonna see the, these dumb names <laughs> 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 uh, better call Saul for sure cause I heard I know that it doesn't end with a bang but it ends with a whimper this is the IGN review it was spoiler free it ends with a whimper but it does it really well like it doesn't end with the bang, it ends with a whimper, and it's like it eats at you. Like it's like fuck. Yeah, I don't. Want, I feel like anything I say will spoil. I'd rather just let you experience it. 
It, just experience it. It's a good experience. <laughs> that show got snubbed, man. Like, if they don't win next next year, I'm going to be upset. Squid Game was cool, man, but... I, just, I got no beef with Squid Game. Succession. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Odenkirk, man. And, and Rhea Seahorn. She got picked up to season Apple TV show. Vince, with Vince? Vince Gilligan. Yeah. His she's, next she's fucking great, dude. Mm-hmm. She's like the main protagonist alongside uh, Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fucking great. Yeah, better call Saul. Fucking, will I finish it this week? Probably not, but because the reaction videos take too long to make. Mm-hmm. So, before I want to like, <laughs> Maybe. I still need to finish my Mister. I have like two. <laughs> the stew. My Mister is good too. The stew. You just define this as the stew and everything. <laughs> It's too hot right now. I gotta let it cool down right now. I gotta. gotta... <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> let it cool down. Alright. Whatever you do, you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, it's great. I, I just my built, only I'm... regret is not watching. I wish I didn't see this, but I wish I was watching it alongside of it. That would have been great. I don't think because of for me, I didn't want to watch like week to week. I wanted to at least wait till the season was out, but I waited a little longer. And when the season was out, like, I think another month or two, and I'm like, I waited too. I should have waited till like, the last episode's about to air, caught up, and then enjoyed the last episode. I think that's, like, the the best way. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. Highly recommend no one seeing that show. No one. <laughs> no. I, know, I know what most people are watching, and it, it is not on House any of- level near that show. And it's either Ring of Power or House of Dragons. Yep. And you can't go back to mediocre TV after you get so many, like not even just Better Call Saul, but yeah, the stew. But even like the, I would say Boys is solid quality. Severance, Severance, uh, the Boys, any like a bunch of like. So watch all these low quality stuff before I watch all this high quality stuff. Yeah, or when you're just want to turn your mind off, kind of thing. (laughs) Like, I'll I'll talk about Ring of Power first. I've been I've officially given up. Like, I don't care like the same reasons before i went five of i think there's eight for this season it each episode costs like 1.5 million or more mm. in the production like it's beautiful like don't get me wrong but i know there is not an ounce of me that cares about anything going on mm. at any one moment of this show like nothing makes me like there's no tension like and i saw a tiktok that perfectly captured they're just like they don't do anything to make you care about the big like there's a big overarching thing that they're trying to allude to but it's those smaller connections that you're making with these characters that you're spending time with that they need to make a reason for you to be invested with them and i'm not invested with this they, they have like six five or six different locations going i don't care about a single one of them and they're just throwing names out there but that doesn't do anything it's yeah. just like it kind of reminds me of I feel like even episode 1 of the star, of the prequels of star wars did a better job cuz they were doing a lot of like this is Anakin, like name dropping things. Mm-hmm. This is Boba Fett. This is, but they at least like had a kind of a cohesive thing. This one's just like, that's Elrond. You know him, right? This guy doesn't act like that Elrond at I mean, all. Better Call Saul does a good job of it. Like, better. oh, here's Hank. Like, here's like like these cameos. Five minutes of Better Call Saul does a better job than five episodes. Each of these like an hour plus. It is, it. And it plays the music. They're they're re they're building. They're not like they're doing their own songs, but it really harps on the 
one's from Peter Jackson's. So I don't I don't get it because I'm like they want you to feel nostalgic for those, but if when I do, I'm just like that's a hundred times better than this. So I'd rather you go in a not go in a completely different direction, but like don't make me think of that. Like just do something your own, but do it where it makes sense. House of Dragons is at least I'd say cohesive and good. Like there is a story going on, but like even when I think back to this first season of Game of Thrones, I feel like they're coddling you with a lot of the stuff they're doing with this. Like they're trying to make people be built up. I think they're knowing that this is going to last a while. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Game of Thrones, I think it was less known then. It was more of a, we're trying something and then it became a fucking huge success. Um, This one, they're like, we're banking on it being 10 seasons or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're going to build these characters so that when you look back 10 years from now, you're like, look at this, like this. And I'm like, I can see your. It's like it's very telegraphed the way they're doing it. Like, he's the guy that's going to be doing a long con. This is a manipulative thing. They, these two, you're trying to make me feel like there's going to be. Look at them now versus look at them later. They're like at odds or something. And yeah, it's a lot of that and a lot of just. I don't know, like it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that umph that that secret sauce that Game of Thrones had. Game of Thrones was like gut punches this one feels like it's shock value to but in attempts towards gut punches like gut punches in the sense of like oh yeah one second Arya's watching her dad do this and then next second uh joffrey you know orders the execution even though that didn't happen and Arya gets taken away and nothing and then the 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 joffrey being this prince charming for sansa is now like uh, a nightmare for her and she's terrified out of her mind like it was like a oh my god like in the sense of like there's terror in like the stuff and Cersei or like the little I would even say like the little squabble that uh, Jamie and Ned had that turned into Ned getting like his leg stabbed or his backstab or whatever they're like holy shit and, it, and then this show it feels like they, they're like yeah nothing's gonna happen to that person that person that person and you can you, you can feel pretty secure that nothing's gonna happen there. you're like Okay, then why? Why do I? <laughs> why? Like it, it. That's one of the things that I think was like essential to that show. Yeah. And when it started shifting, when they went with like, oh yeah, fan service. I feel like this is like, not as much as those last seasons of fan service, but they're kind of still with a bit of it. Fan servicing. So it's a mixed bag, but it's enough still to like for me to, like the houses are there, but they're very different. Like. The Lannisters are not this proud. They're like, uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the next subject and see this. Or, you know, other houses are a little different. But it's it's okay. Uh, I watched a little bit of that. I went on a trip last this past week back to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, for work. And um, back to PAX. Yeah, back to <laughs> <laughs> It's actually funny because when I the week the week was a blur. Like I flew out on the flight there and on the flight back um i didn't opt to get like the wi-fi or anything but i was playing the single player splatoon which is fun like there's a interesting like they like making weird like the imagery and some of the moments make me think of like it's like the loading screens make me think of like weird nods to like evangelion almost like that kind of anime like that weird 
it's mature anime but weird anime yeah it feels like it knows <clears throat> people that like it it's kind of like influenced by some of those weirder animes in some ways and it nods to it the it makes me use other weapons sometimes and that's challenging because i'm like i don't use this fucking weapon so like it has me go through the shooting range and i'm using one of the snipers and i'm like trying to go through it, and it ha- you have a timer and i'm like i can't and like they're moving targets i'm just sitting there, i'm just like fucking let me splat I just wanted to like rapid fire everything. And yeah. I'm not used to it. So did a little bit of that. Um uh made some TikToks. It's been fun. I started a new school, a new quarter. Um this time it's the last one for my minor for animation, uh, for game design. So um I made a tree stump with a with a foliage and then I made a a treasure chest cuz the one piece is real. <laughs> And then, um, I don't think too much else. Oh, yeah, I went to Disneyland. I'm going to be going back to Disneyland again for, like, the Halloween stuff. I'm getting ready for the screen. I want to watch some movies that, like, get me in the mood again because that, that was something I missed doing. Trick or Treat. That's a, oh, that's a great one. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily always watch new movies for Halloween. I like revisiting, like, what you were doing. Like, you went back to, like, Tales of the Crypt. I'll go back to, like. Name of the Christmas. I, I think I got enough Pocus, of that Pocus, one. Pocus. <laughs> I've done that one a lot. Um, the ones I would want to do are like Reanimator. I haven't oh, done yeah. that too. I've done that once or twice. It's like not super scary. It's like kind of cheesy. Ghostbusters. I don't do too often, so I'm like, it's fun to just put it on and just kind of <laughs> relax. Um. So yeah, there's that, and then I think that's everything. Yeah, I played a lot of Splatoon. I played the Splatfest Team Gear. We took it home. I did the pro mode. So the pro mode is just the yeah, harder players, but the the ranked mode, it's like you can either pick to one of two things. It's called anarchy battles. So one of them is like you go in for one fight and you win or lose your rank. You can still rank increase your rank even if you lose. It's based on your performance, which I like. The game, I think, has a good system where it rewards you no matter what. Like mm. you're not bound by because it it's if you're not with friends you're with randos and like yeah. that could, like Jang is saying like it can you can be paired with a lot of newbies that don't know what they're doing. The other one is I think it rewards you more is a set of five matches, and so it's like five and three. It's kind of like trials. You have to win five and not lose three. You get three failed. Uh, no, not lose two on your third one you lose the whole thing. So if you lose, and then the matches you get are different from turf war. So for instance, one of them was two, uh, like each team had two sets of hoops and there's a crown in the middle and both teams can shoot at the crown to break it free. Whichever team like overwhelms it with their paint, like at a threshold breaks it, they can grab the crown and try to take it to, one of the hoops they throw it they go to the hoop they slam it that hoop's gone they have to get the second hoop once they get both hoops of an enemy team they they win so you're trying to do that while the enemy's trying to take it to your side the other mode i tried i don't know how many other modes there are but these are the two i tried the other mode is there is each base has like a balloon like a, a net or a hoop of your like a singular hoop and throughout the level will be scattered these little clams and you go around, you collect them until you have like seven or eight. And then when you have seven or eight, they turn into a football. 
you throw the football, your hoop has a protective shell. The seven or eight clams form into the football so that it breaks that barrier. And after that, any clams you get and throw into the enemy's net count to destroy their net. And the first team to like get to 100, uh, 100 points wins. So they're like weird offshoots. They're not the popular modes. And I was like, this is different. I wasn't, And it doesn't explain it. It's just like, go. Just figure out what you're supposed to be doing. I kind of just followed what my team was doing and kind of <clears> get a sense of what's supposed to happen. Um, Did you fix up your locker? I haven't touched that at all. I was because I, I started looking at what con shells do after Splatfest. I was like, "Fuck, I missed it." <laughs> and then I realized Splatfest orders stay until you buy them. Whereas if you try to order other people's clothes, if you don't buy, like they'll be available the next yeah. day. But if you don't <laughs> buy it that next day, they mm-hmm. disappear. So mm-hmm. I had I want I had this one person. They had like a Freddy Krueger sweater. It was like red and black. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to get it. I forgot to buy it the next day. I was just like, next time I log on, I'll buy it. Because I thought it was like a Splatfest store. But I got some aviators. Like that, like it has become my Animal Crossing in some ways where I'm like, I want to accessorize. Fashion. Number one. In skills. It, it's so cool how <clears throat> like they've incorporated like the, like the streetwear kind of just into the Because the uh, style of the game is drops. That. It's cool. It's really cool. It's got me hooked. Yeah, need the need the supreme club. I like the character design for the the locker lady, like Julie. <laughs> yeah, all the NPCs have a lot of different Nautilus, like, the headgear. Um, I I bought something off Supreme, first time. No, not first time. This second. Is, this is, you've done this is before. Did Third you buy time? something for yourself? I almost did. The jacket. Uh, no, well, I, I saw that. I was like, wait, is the Tekken stuff out? And I started seeing I was like, I kind of want that character select. Like, it's literally a giant button yep. sl- shirt, and it's just covered in the character select yep. screen of Tekken. Uh, if it was Tekken 3, I would. But it's Tekken 2. I think 3 is the best one, in my opinion. Just 3 is good. I like tag a little bit. Uh, that's a soft spot for me. Um, yeah, that was fun. Oh, oh one of the things we did, um, I forgot to mention, when I went on my work trip, the f- day, first day I went was kind of like travel day. So I had some time and my cousin lives down there or up there. And um, I went to his neck of the woods and there's like this. It's the it's the pretty much the HQ of where like all the like anytime I order cards for magic off of this, their site, Card Kingdom, they all come from this store. And, and he lives like if from my place to like that park right across. The street, that's wow. how close a walk it is from. He's like. It's dangerous. <laughs> He's like, I just go for a walk. I ask him, I want something. So the store, the where the data, like the warehouse of all their inventory is on the upstairs. The first floor is like a mecca too. It's like a nice fleshed out. It's called Mox Boarding House or Boarding something. And the main lobby, you walk in. The main lobby is like this huge board game shop. Like any weird obscure board game you can think of, it's there. Popular. To the right, D&D tables, kind of little offshoot rooms that you can go. They have a setup where you rent just – you could just set up and play or rent it or I don't whatever. I saw like a group playing a D&D session just using the space. The next to it, two or three tables for like the Warhammer miniature style play. And the back was just like tables upon tables for people to play Magic or to play any other board game. But like mostly for Magic tournaments. Um and they had this chandelier 
with magic cards, just like making the the, the shaded yeah. surrounding. I was like, what the <laughs> and then you go to the that's the right, that's the middle. To the left is like a re- uh, a nice like sit down kind of restaurant bar. It's like really decked out tables and stuff, um, and chairs and like bar stools, just a mixture of that. And you can there's a bar, and you can get like. Not just bar food, but like they had a lot, an assortment of like interesting foods and cocktails and meat. They had a lot of like their whole thing was like a bunch of meat. I was like, what? <laughs> so my cousin and I go because I I had planned ahead to meet him on that day. I put an order in for pickup in store versus order online. So I was like, I'm gonna pick this up in person. Uh, I go and pick up my order. He had an order. He picks it up. We just sit there like, what'd you get? So we're sitting there in the bar, the, the food area. We're like, we're going to sit down. And people in the food area can bring games there. They could just grab something and be like, I want to play it. Come over here. Or bring their own stuff and just sit down, play, eat. Till whenever. They're open to like 2 in the morning. Sheesh. So this place like is like Some a hub. A few places in Washington State is open late. No, like that. The, the thing is that that area that it's a part of is like a, a night spot. Like there's a lot of cafes. There's a lot of bars. There's there's a like a Harry Potter themed uh, bar called like Witches something or Wands something. Like I took a photo of the booth, but he's mm-hmm. like, it's you have to reserve because it can get sometimes people like reserve the whole space. But that area is like nightlife a little bit. Um, so I go over there, we get over there. I brought just, I learned my lesson from Pax. I brought just the deck that I wanted to buy these cards for to finish. I was like, that's all I'm bringing. I'm not bringing 50 decks. And he's like, you want to play a quick round? I'm like, yes, I'm, I came to hang out. So let's play, hang out. So we're sitting there. We're, the bartender's right, or not the bartender, the front desk for like seating people was right here. We sit at the, this end and it was like a long table that went that way to the bar. So we sit down, we're starting to play and... Some guy comes over that we neither bald of us guy? Knew. Yeah. Huh? The bald guy? No. <laughs> this guy was like... <laughs> we made some... Yeah. This guy comes in. He's like... He's got a drink in his hand. He's like, hi, guys. Uh, do you mind if... Like, what what do you, what uh, type of match are you playing? We're like, playing commander. He's like, do you mind if I watch? And we're like, normally wouldn't, but like we haven't seen each other in a bit. We want to just catch up and just spend some time. He's like, that's why I asked. No worries. He goes back to the bar, and you can see he was looking. We watched him, and he was looking for other people to talk to and yeah. hang out with. Like, okay, whatever. Then we're keep, we're still talking, playing. Ten minutes pass by. Some other guy from this side comes. He's like, "Hey, dudes, do you got you guys like play drafts?" And we're like, "Yeah." He's like, "We got a group. We have a bunch of packs already bought. We just need X number of people to play. Are you guys interested in playing?" And he's like, "It's from this set." You could even maybe talk to the guy that bought him if whatever you pull, you keep or whatever you want to do. I don't know. But we're just looking for people to join our pod. And we're like, that was the set we wanted to play if we did. Everything he said was like, this is cool. He's like, same same answer. We're like, sorry, dude, we can't. But we're like, hey, go talk to that guy. He he, he sounded like he was interested. He's in yeah. the match. He's like, okay. And then I think a third guy had come up to us. I forget. <laughs> and asked the similar person, like, you guys looking for a pod? Like, to four? four? Like, no, just... And then the waitress, like, came back, and, and like, he's like, here's a drink. So, like, then she asked, she's like, are you two celebrities? <laughs> and we're like, she no. Said, yes. <laughs> she's like, are you a guy? <laughs> she was like, I have worked here for, like, I don't know, five, seven years. I've That's never seen this the, happen before. So when you plug the weekly DLCs on the Yellow Podcast. My cousin did that. Before I could think about it, he was like, he, he does do a podcast. I'm like, yeah, weekly DLCs. <laughs> 
But like I, I turn on. I'm like, is this the equivalent of like pe- people picking up people? Like you play magic? <laughs> you play? You play? <laughs> Reminds me of a story when I used in Rolling Heights. There's there used to be an arcade, and I was there. And then some guys like, hey, are you so and so? I said no. Sorry. Like me, Elijah, me, my friends like you should have said yes. Like, <laughs> and my main bit, some guy came up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're this guy." I'm like, "No." And you're like, "Everyone, you guys are like, you guys should, you should have said." I've had uh, at Comic Con, are you Will Wheaton three times Shit. on three different occasions, like three different years, like, and one of the times was at the Nintendo booth. The the experience, the 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 lady at the front, she's like, "Are you supposed to go in there?" I'm like, "Why?" She's like. Aren't you Will Wheaton? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. And I was like, what? But you guys might have been, like, perfectly, like, in. Our spot was. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the- But there were people playing all over, like, right there. Like, not even far from us, a group. People at the bar, people over on the side. But it was like, yeah, we were just sitting there, like, prime. <laughs> I don't know. We just looked approachable. What's weird was, was like, funny. one of the Twitch LA events, the, the last Two second one, the last two one, or not the Hard Rock, but it was at a Burbank like board game place. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's crazy <clears throat> because like the girl that was like the bartender, she streams, and then like she was talking to like a patron, and he's like, "Yeah, I just got affiliate." I was like, "What?" The? I was like, "Everyone streams in here." And they they were part of Twitch LA. I was just like, "This is weird." That's cool. I know one of my coworkers mentioned that place, and they talked about it pretty well. They were like, "It's a fun spot." It's cool. There's just no seating. Yeah, it's it too cra- it's crowded, and yeah. Oh, there's an outside seating. We didn't oh, go okay. outside. So. Yeah. Cool. You guys want to get in topics? Let's do it. All right, take <clears throat> it away. So for me, for my uh, my topic, it's gonna be donkeys. Um, Big mode. Big mode. It's his uh, <clears throat> uh, indie uh, thing for like indie games. Well, here to help great games stand out because we love them. It's a like a publishing studio. Yeah, yeah. We're mm-hmm. offering uh, is a unique proper way for indie games to stand out in a crowd space. And our publishing contracts are designed to be the most developer friendly possible. For f- we may all we can assist in any standard publishing needs you may have: funding, development support, PR, community management, QA, porting, and localization, and merchandise. So, <clears throat> um, knowing that Dunkey only makes videos of games he's played, and he makes like other um, other joking videos. What do you guys think of of his um, his uh, his big mode, his funding for indie game indie games? You want me to go first? Yeah. Anyone? He's gonna he's gonna learn the hard way, because I feel like I hope he has a good team behind him, because like. Anything brand new is going to be tough. And just publishing is not easy as well. Like, like is he a curator? <clears throat> like, I don't know what exactly. He's going to screening process for... Is he on the lookout for indie games? Well, yeah. Looking at what the, like, the types of support they would offer for publishing, I think it's more on the resources and, yeah, support mm. side. Granted, it's not like a... 
anyone can do kind of thing. I agree. But I'm kind of I was glad that to understand that was what he was doing. I thought he was doing like his own like game design studio mm-hmm. with him leading it. Like I know how to make games. I'm gonna do it. Um, I mean, more competition is better for everyone. I think, and especially you know, like you know who kills it is Devolver Digital. Like I feel like that's like. All the indie game developers dream, like, oh, I want to go publish, be pub- published in their Devolver. And you know what? If Hopi does well, I mean, I think it's going to be tough. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's cool. it's definitely not easy as it sounds. And I don't, I mean, the way that Dunkey makes his videos, he makes everything, um, he makes light of everything that he says. But I don't think he he necessarily means it that way. I, I I again I don't know if he means like like light of this, but I I think he's taking this serious, and um, we don't know what what his team is when it comes to big mode, but it's um, even if it's just him though, like yeah. I feel like if you can give a small game that would normally not have any visibility, that would be only visible at a PAX, and if even if that like they're in a corner of it, and he's like this game is like something special, let's elevate it. I think that's like at the very bare minimum. If he can, if that's all he's doing, then I think that there's not much else that he needs to do. Yeah. Like I don't think he would. <clears throat> there's any way you could sabotage a game unless you gave them like, I don't know, an open. Like he starts getting involved creatively. If he like, because you always hear this with uh, films, like producers get involved heavy handedly. Um, it doesn't seem like based on his mission statement, his video that he did. It's more. He wants the curation process. Like, there's now we're at a point in games where it's not like eight games are coming out. It's like eight million games are coming out. Yeah. And how do you find them? Like, yeah. How do you find the gems? How do you find the things that? And so I think, I'm sure his first like few games will be like, um, <clears throat> well heard of. Like, well, once he he takes it his it under his wing, because like the those are like the first few games that his company is taking over. And stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be scrutinized fucking harshly. Because the way he is, I know it's it's all jokes and stuff. That's true. His games are going to be, like, critiqued. Well, I mean, some of the games, I think he'll be like, these are perfection. But if others, the intent is, like, to be fun or to be wacky. Like, party games. Like, I feel like... Yeah, I'd be curious how he helps. Like the way in which he vouches for them is are his videos about? Is he going to make videos about those games? Mm-hmm. Well, are they? Is his channel now going to be a platform for those things, or is he keeping it separate? Like, because he's still c- criticizing other things. So, like, will it be a bias on the stuff he makes? I don't know. I I just I felt like there was some. Uh, I saw some like uh, games journalists and stuff. Uh, t- commenting about his thing and I was like I don't know anytime someone wants to like it's it's, it's hard because huh? game devs oh. going in on him not journalists oh I saw like Danny O'Dwyer and a couple other like journalists and stuff Jason Schreier not so much him there was like a few others but <clears throat> just in general it's like when people in that are already in public light try something new they get shit on and I'm like Jake what? Paul Logan Paul CM Punk, like well, for that part, like not his other stuff, but yeah. like I, I, like if someone were to do that to the average Joe, like I'm gonna try something different that I didn't do 20 years of. It's like, well, what's wrong with that? Like, just try it. Like, 
Yeah. Doesn't hurt. But yeah, this this route that he's taking where he's um <clears throat> he's willing to help whether it's uh funding, promotion, um uh PR stuff, I think is a smart move. It's it's going to be difficult like anything that that's like starting is going to be tough cuz you're going to make a name for yourself um as as like the company and everything. But um I I, I hope he does well. I hope he does well. Like the only I don't I have a little bit of a problem is because the way his videos are. If he was like a Maximilian dude and gave oh. like constructive criticism, like he I would does. be like, eh. it's hit or miss. I know, I know it's comedy, but it's no, just he has like somewhere. It's like I, I feel like the the longer ones are the ones where he's talking about like I don't know. I can't think of them. Like one of the Mario ones or the something. I but I think most of his recent videos have been like making fun of different things but like yeah he's had very like sincere videos where he gives good good criticism and he he gives like the uh the review like a the review of the game very well yeah i don't i think he's I i i mean i hope he does well but again it's it's a it's a brand new thing and we'll see where it goes but I wish him well. Yeah, I'm like this is a, a obviously like a bigger change for him. But I, to me, another, it's different. I'm gonna say that right out of the gate with this comparison. But like, I know Doctor Disrespect has started a game studio. I know he's had experience designing levels. I think there is, to me, like looking from like a technical side of it, there is still a big difference between doing a one aspect of a game versus managing a team. Being a, like a leader role in a com- in a studio or whatever you want to call it, and doing telling people to finish your tasks to integrate across a whole thing like that to me is a jarring shift as well. But I don't think that got the same kind of like backlash. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to it, but because it's the internet and there's always something somewhere. <laughs> but I feel like this. It, I'm seeing it differently here. I'm like, why? Why is it different here where other people in spotlights? go on there and it's like cool I'm like anyone wants to try something different go for it that's my my own thing yeah <clears throat> so i i'm curious though like because he did say at the end of his video he's like don't just think we're going for every indie game he's like i want like the like the best i want the people that are like just not doing this first i want like so i'm curious like you said with that expectation that he's expecting of others now it's going to be in turn like what you said uh, Jang of it'll be on him too of like you vouch for this what do you you know what's your but I'm sure like a lot of the first time um, people that are gonna <clears throat> sign up for it is are gonna be like a lot of them are gonna be like a joke like they're just gonna try to get in there and get money do you or... think it'll be first time people no he's he's gonna be doing his own screening he's right like, right I right. don't want to work right with but you. I'm saying like we won't see these because he's gonna be screening them and stuff but a lot of people are gonna try to like make up a story and say like yeah i've been in, in the game and blah blah blah, blah. Show something though yeah so we'll see we'll see but I'm, I'm i'm sure he's gonna get a lot of like troll and stuff like that in the beginning i feel like devolver is like cream of the crop like if i was an indie game maker i'm like i want to get published with devolver yeah and but now that the space because they didn't oh they weren't always what they are now it's like they got there through Tr- you know going through all the hurdles and, stuff. and i think through smart management like having a team that 
they're like, let's work on these five small ones, investment into bigger ones, pivot and all this stuff. I think that's like what sees the through. Like when you see these big game studios, they, it's harder to, I think part of it that I'm, I see is like, like we were watching a little bit of that connect thing. Oh, it's yeah. like they can take those like really bad hits of like a, a, an Xbox connect connect not being the greatest thing because they still sold X amount of it and they have other revenue streams and all this stuff. When you're working with these smaller stuff, it's like much more intentional, much more specific. Like Supergiant would be another one. They've made, they're an indie studio. They publish themselves or they publish, um, who's the, the guys that did Psychonauts? Double Fine. Double Fine. They've navigated that very differently. Like they'll, like they talked about the types of works they would do to make it so that they could fund these types of projects. They would do odd jobs. They would be like, you don't need to credit us on these games. We'll do the grunt work for those so that we can get the funding and backing we need so that we can work on our project. And I'm like, whoever's guiding your ship, like then they became bought out by, I think, Xbox. Or no, I don't know. They went through being owned to being independent to being owned again. And it just seems like they, they're actively involved in those processes of like what makes sense to them. Yeah. Same with Bungie. <clears throat> like they're bigger now, but they went through like, are they going to be a, bought out by Activision? So that relationship between developers and publishers. Yeah, big. like Devolver, <clears throat> I feel like took a bet on Call to the Lamb. Because like, I, I feel like that's a game that like it's it's unique and rare. And where it could, it's a hit or a miss. Like it, we don't know if it, if this is gonna like work with like making um making a cult, and you have to go through and and and, and handle levels and stuff like that. Um, whether it's gonna be a hit or a miss, but they took it. They took a gamble and and Devolver hit it with Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, I mean, the curate. They they have folks that like will look at it like what makes sense, what doesn't. Because I'm sure, like, feels good. I don't know how it, it works with Devolver, but I'm sure they're screening a bunch of games and, like, hey, you know, we're going to have these guys be a part of us and have these guys be a part of us. Yeah. They got Gumbrella, too, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just hope it goes well for Big Mode and for Donkey. Cool. Next topic? Yeah. Cyberpunk. The future. Not the future. <laughs> I picked a thumbnail. I don't show up in like 10 seconds. Not motorcycle the one with the pants off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cyberpunk 2070, 2077. Uh, that one. <laughs> um, 2077. Um, Did you watch the show? Not yet. I want to because I like the studio that animated it. Uh, Trigger. They did Kill a Kill, Fully Cooly, a bunch of other stuff. Fully Cooly. I found out one of my favorite animators doesn't animate shit anymore. Really? Uh, Vampire Hunter D, Ninja Scroll. He did the Animatrix, the Samurai one. Yeah. His last film was in 2007. What? He did a Batman what? Deadshot one, which I haven't seen. I've seen that one. Uh, yeah. That was like an Animatrix for Batman. I remember that. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he's old, so he, I think he retired. Bam. He did good animation. Yeah. That was some good. St- I like that stuff, but yeah. So Cyberpunk uh, just released a Netflix animated series, and it was well received. And um, I think that, alongside with some of their updates they've been doing to the game, kind of 
just to get it working and functioning and back on stores and stuff have seen the game back in the you know popularity uh at least on like steam and steam i think had like a sale for it was like 50 60 it's like 30 dollars or something uh but it hit some like concurrent uh all-time highs on steam and it's 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 kind of been trending in a, in a few uh, areas on like Twitter and stuff. And I just thought it was interesting of like a game that just went so hard <laughs> in the crash at the start to some semblance of like success now. And it's like seen in a, in, to some positively. Um, I was wondering, can you guys recall of any other thing like that or something that for you might have felt that way where you hated it at first and like, you came back to it and you're like, this is this is really good, or I don't know, just any of any combination of that. It's kind of like share our um, experience. I feel like Killzone would have been one for me. Really? Um Killzone, the the most recent one that came out for the PS five, I believe. Okay. Which was Killzone five? I think. I'll check. But that one, um, I played it in the beginning and it it seemed like bare bones like there wasn't much to the game but later on I, I i tried it again and and it felt good it felt um very positive when when um oh, i was my shooting my weapons and um and there was none on the ps5 no so it was ps4 then okay it was a uh, ps4 uh kill zone i forgot what it was called but um, I remember just thinking like that the the timing was off on the gun and stuff like that. And I don't know if it was something that was wrong with my PS4, but later on I tried it again and it felt it felt right, it felt good. I remember that much. Okay. Mine's not a game; it's an anime. No. Attack on Titan. Yeah. I thought it was okay, and I stopped watching it. In the first season. And then I just started hearing... Well, the weird... <laughs> this is bad. The thing that got me interested in it was people were thinking that it was fascist. And I was like... That kind of like perked my interest. I was like, oh, I want to give it a try. And it was cool. The ending sucked, but it was cool. Like, the whole journey was cool. I think the ending ending sucked. We'll see how, if they change it. But yeah. Yeah, the manga ending was... Eh, but. And when you when was it when you first tried it? <clears throat> Fuck! Whenever it was pop popular, like like coming out when it was on Netflix, it was oh, popular. Okay. It was on Netflix, and I think I saw like eight episodes. I was like, "This is really cool!" Like I liked it, and then I just lost interest. And I didn't even get to the part where the first. We, we need to come back. <laughs> you need to come back with this. Like that, I would have probably stuck with it. Like that was two seasons. Then yeah, you got to You got to come back with this. I was like, "Wait, what?" The way he said it nonchalantly, we had to go back. I was like, "What?" Yeah. What? I've never seen a work of fiction do a reveal like that. Usually reveals just like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you got to come back with this. Well, I was reading a manga, so oh, okay, it looked okay. a lot different in my head. It's like, it just looked like another panel of like them yeah. dialoguing and just being like, okay, this, this, this. is like, the, the yeah. nuclear launch codes are. <laughs> yeah. I'd say uh, a similar one for me. Like, I can think of games and shows. For shows, actually, is one we're talking about today is. When I first heard and watched a little bit of Better Call Saul, it, I wasn't in the mood for it. I'm like, this isn't Breaking Bad. This isn't Walter. This isn't Gus. This isn't, you know, 
Heisenberg. This is what is this? This is years ago. This is who are these folks? How long is it gonna take? I was like, ah, slow burn. I was not in the mood for a slow burn. I was like, I just let's keep going off the the high that was the last show, and I was like, I'm put it off. I, I'm in no rush to ever to watch this if I ever get to it. And I think what I don't know. I was out of things to watch, and more of the show had come out at that point, like two or three seasons, probably three. And um, I was like, I've been hearing good things. Well, give it a shot. I just put it on. I was watching kind of casually, you know, on the, on other stuff. And it kept going. I was like, okay. Okay, you're getting me. And then I see Mike and I see other characters that I'm more inve- invested in. I'm like, this show's got me. And then after that, it was like, this is this is good. Is I wasn't comparing it anymore. It was it like it was just... It was just this show. I wasn't thinking like it's different from Breaking Bad. It's similar to Breaking Bad. I was just like, whatever this show is, it's in the same area, but that's it. That's all I – and there's a couple of similar faces, but um, just giving a stretch for the cameras. Samus. <laughs> is that camera one? Okay. You, you guys are okay. Um, so, yeah, Better Call Saul kind of like that slow burn – was like when I think when you go at it from an initial investment, you're like, you either have to know you're getting in a slow burn or mm-hmm. you have to be in the mood for it. Right. I wasn't. So that was the big reason. And I mean, just to add, I stopped that season two initially. Oh, yeah. I was like, eh, this show's okay. It's not like great. And then, man, season four. There's a point in season four, I was like, holy shit. I mean, without going I mean, without spoiling, it's present time. Not present time. It's, it's hard to explain. It was break breaking was it, bad time. I was like, "Whoa!" It wasn't gray. Mm-mm. Okay. It was Breaking Bad. It was happening in Breaking Bad, like okay. season five. I was like, "Okay, this show's fucking amazing, dude." <laughs> One for me. I didn't watch it in the beginning. But I've heard of it was, um, uh, shoot, what is it? Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and then when when the um, the episode happened where they kill, um, they behead someone. I I had to watch it, and like I I started watching it, and I just got hooked, and it became better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Until it didn't get better. <laughs> well, By that far, we were too far in. It got it got better until season five, and then it started going downhill from there. I'm trying to think of a game I bounced off. It and most of that happened for games that happened like when I was younger. I remember being a huge Wolfenstein and Medal of Honor fan, and people were talking about Call of Duty, and I would always see it demoed at like Best Buys, and I couldn't. I was like, "This isn't Medal of, Medal of Honor. Is so much better. Wolfenstein so much better." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I saw like a lot of my friends playing it or it was like a lot of commercials or something. It was in my magazines. I was reading people like talking about this is good about it. You should try this. You could explore this if you do this. And I didn't know about those things. Like I was just playing the demo of like whatever mission they allowed. And I think knowing there were these other elements to the game at that time, like in how it was broken up, like there's a story mode, there's this, I don't know, just something about it just meshed after I read about it and saw stuff that I gave it another shot and I was like, I can get into this. 
Do you guys plan on on, on uh, revisiting uh, Cyberpunk? I never played it, I and I I it. bought it, and right now my I think the way I play games has become very limited. Like this week, because of travel, it kind of made it where I had nothing else to do. So I was like, I'm gonna play games. Um, I'd like to, but it's in my backlog of. It's not like top of the list. Yeah, uh, it hasn't put it like at. I want to watch the anime. Like I love that animation studio, and so maybe after I watch that, I might be kind of. Yeah, that that right there looks like fully coolie. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, I think I'm the symbol. I want to watch the anime, and then from there, I probably want to replay the. Yeah, we'll the see. Game. I like I like I I remember seeing at the time, and when people had it working, it looked cool. And, but those kinds of games are like in a, like it's an RPG, so it's like you you gotta like be ready to play sixty eighty hours. And I already have like five of those games on my <laughs> my things that I'm trying to finish. Yeah, but the anime for sure. I remember Arcane made me really want to try Lisa Legends, and I tried one time, and I'm like, no, this is not translated. <laughs> this is toxic. not the same. <laughs> no, it wasn't even the talk. I played with my brother and cousin, and I was like, I don't, I do not like click. Just sit there and click. No, even though it's like tactical and you have to choose yeah. the action, I don't like that kind of game. They were both like down to play more, but I was like, no, can we let's play something else, <laughs> please. So, yeah, that is my topic. Cool. There is always space for bravery. No place for bravery. We played it at PAX. We all got the pin for beating the mid boss. <laughs> so just we'll do like a review. Yeah. Because we got we also got early copies of the game. I played a bit and I got lost. You didn't <laughs> hit credits? <laughs> I did hit credits. I hit credits. <laughs> I did. It counts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no place for bravery. Uh the publishing studio I'm trying to remember Yeezbird? That's weird. Yeezbird? Yeezbzz. Um the developers are Glitch Factory. Uh the publisher is Yeezbeard Games. Um it's a top-down 2D action RPG and it kind of um has elements. I'm going to show a little bit of like the the world here in a second. Um, kind of has that hyper hyper light drifter visuals. Yeah. Um, the combat is souls like souls adjacent. I don't know. Like for this style, it tries to like have it where there's there's parry mechanics. There's dodge. Um, there's dodging. You know. There's you have to be strategic with each combat. Yeah. It's not like just aggro 100 people um and try to live you will not and you will die there's i mean there's a what do they call them places of rest where you get your blessings um to the bonfires the bonfires to like rest and up make your upgrades and stuff so there's a lot of things that like draw inspiration from dark souls um how about we start with a bathroom (laughs) um what let's start with uh what we liked well yeah what we liked about it then we can i'll i'll, I'll kind of steer from there well what's <clears throat> any aspect about this game that like you so were drawn to i like that there's play? weapon selections from when i played at the mm-hmm. at pax i was able to use uh, a sword and a hammer um the hammer was pretty op 
And then I liked I liked both the dodging and parrying mechanic, but I don't feel like they made the parrying mechanic necessarily too um, visible. Okay. Because like they didn't they didn't like they they showed it one time and that's it. And then from there, they didn't necessarily tell you like, oh, you by the way, you can keep using parrying mechanic in the demo. You mean the what? It, it, it explaining the parry mechanic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What did you, would you like? I'd say that one of the things I liked was... Um, for a game like this, I didn't expect much in terms of, uh, I guess, cinematic narrative hook. And I felt like the way they animated and portrayed like the story beats was in a way that I was like that's what reminded me of Hyperlight Drifter. I feel like Hyperlight Drifter was like a silent film, but it had these ominous like cool moments like when it cut to like something crazy happening. I was like something cool is about to happen. This one kind of had moments where like he was like my boy, I'm going to do this and like then the action would come like whoa, that's like I don't know, like it had what you would normally see I think on like a high production kind of game attempt um but they were just doing it within the scale of their game. I like that. Like the little nightmare sequences. And um, just I liked what, what they were alluding to with the story. And I think that was what like grabbed me more. Like if it was just gameplay by itself, generic, whatever, I'd be like, why am I doing this? Yeah. I like that there was a world. I like that there was like a home where he was with his wife and everything. And there's these other people. And there's like these elders in the far off distance and stuff. So. The set pieces, like just like the atmosphere, I'd say mm-hmm. that's probably the way way to describe it. The atmosphere. What's uh, an aspect of the game that like stood out as a positive for you? I like the parry mechanic, and you can play like Dark Souls shield up. You can play like Bloodborne dodge attacks and position and attack, but the parry mechanic was very uh, satisfying. And if you were like good at Sekiro, you'll be good at this game. It reminded me of Sekiro. Like, mm. Cause a lot of attacks were like in threes, like doom, 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 doom. There's doom, rhythms doom. to the to yeah. the combat, yeah. Parry mechanic, and it sounds yeah. Break, break the stance. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than Liza P. <laughs> oh, the the backstab, yeah. Um, would you guys? Okay, then going into an aspect that you think there's room for improvement. What area would that be for you guys? I think the movement is a little slow. Yeah. I didn't like... like, How how was the running for you guys? Was there... Because I didn't see there was a command for it. It was like if you You had to walk a certain distance. And then you would... Yeah. That was annoying to me. I wanted to just actively be like, go run. Yeah, exactly. It it felt slow because of that. Because like you would would have to like stop to do something. You'd have to walk a certain distance just to get the running animation going again. In the answer There's a lot of bugs when I played the Switch version. I we played the computer version on at PAX, but both early builds. It was yeah. It was very. I mean, it didn't take away from it, but it was just like you you noticed it. Yeah, like it's like holy shit. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping. I I know there was that email they sent with like a patch note, so hopefully they fixed. But there was a lot of constant errors. For me, one of the things I wish there was maybe a little bit more of. It didn't need to be a lot, but just. I, the the it had a here's a quest log what you're supposed to do but it didn't always have a this is where that is 
when I was like trying to, I didn't necessarily need like a waypoint, but I wanted a, this is this location. Let me look at the map. This is the name of that location. If I search for it, it was just a blank map mm -hmm. with like just imagery with no, and I didn't know. I was like trying to just get to the next section. She's like, before you make your decision, uh, when you're ready to make your decision, talk to these two people. I was like, well, I remember who one of those two people were. <laughs> and I went back. I was like, did I miss something? Can I just go? And I, it was right there at the home base the whole time. Uh -oh. I messed up. I, I miss I misheard her name. My wife. It was the wife. <laughs> I was like, whoops. Um, so that bit of uh, guidance or, or clarity was something that I, I wanted. Um, there was a part that was really difficult. Like, I didn't find the game to be difficult. There's this part where these guys are throwing, like, weird smoke bombs at you. And there's two of them, and it's a platforming section. Yeah. I was like, this part is too hard, dude. Holy shit. I like the challenge. It was, you could make it harder if you wanted. Obviously, it wasn't, like, the craziest hardest. But there was, a, if you wanted some resistance, you could get it. And, um... There was also interesting ways in which you could make it difficult. I think it had different sliders for how they incorporated uh, whether you just did more damage, took less damage, took more damage. You could really adjust. I, I thought that was a feature that was really cool for, uh, again, a game that you don't expect that. Like, I usually expect that from, like, AAA, higher-end accessibility kind of features. I think the way you could customize that diffi the difficulties or the eases... You could be like, I'm good with everything except for the, the, the attack timing, the parry timing or window, and just change that if you wanted. So I thought that was a, a really cool thing. Um, I guess, uh, but unless there's anything else you guys want to specifically talk about, what would you say is an area you'd like to see them, like if they were to improve upon um, in a future game, like next game comes like, add this or do this instead or just like not to say that the graphics are bad or anything but <clears throat> maybe just upgrade the graphics a little bit like a, like a like, um, <clears throat> like a like a it's a 2d top down but it's very like pixel uh -huh. and then kind of go kind of go more for like a um a pixel perfect version or like a do you have ex like an example of a style you're thinking well no like, like, like keep the same but like have because I, I think it's very light in in like the the design for like the character in pixel form oh okay okay and then just have like a more like pixel perfect like vibrant color um kind of okay activities yeah i guess what you're saying i know they're trying to go for dark souls and exploration i wish there was a thing where like the kid on your back's like hey no we need to go up here like just because i got lost man i was playing the game and then yeah. i went into the mountains and i just fucking got lost i was like i don't know where to go dude and i felt like i went everywhere and then there were spots in the cave area where you can't access and it's like oh you have to come back here i kind of don't like that but they're trying to do like a dark souls thing where you have to read you don't you can't get there yet you're gonna have to get an item to come back and i was just like i mean okay i, I see what they're going for so yeah it's just like fuck there has to be a better way to do it I want to see what this developer has made before. I think it's a one-man dude mm -hmm. that made the game. Glitch Factory. The designer is Felipe Torres Chini. 
and Glitch Factory has made Free Lies. Oh, no. Sorry. No place. Oh, Party Saboteurs After Party. Similar mm. art style. I'm trying to pull up some, some screenshots. Yeah, very similar art style. Looks more like, yeah, like a party game uh, where everyone's... Okay. This definitely looks more ambitious than that. Like, in terms of, like, a full-scale, like... Yeah. Um, it'll show up there in a sec. Sorry, guys. You guys are trying to react to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sound tours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think if they continue based on, like, going from, like, uh, that party-type game to going something like this, like... I don't know. Reach out to Big Mode? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, or Devolver. Um, or just work more with uh, yes, yes Beard. Like the, it feels like they gotta, they're trying to build their own little portfolio. But I like the direction this guy's going with like trying to build more full games. Like I like the upgrade tree that he had for the weapons and like the different. It was like, it wasn't just so much pay for it. It's like get these certain materials. Um, and the story I thought was what kind of held me through. So overall, I thought really solid. Like beefy and solid game, um, minus I think just held back by some unclarities and uh, glitches that we 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 saw in the the pre-release. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you guys want to add like your own final thoughts? That's my my thought. B minus eighty percent. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I'm gonna compare it to Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hyperlight Drifter, very, uh, it's very s- straightforward because like there's four dungeons, north, east, south, west. Like, can't get lost. Yeah. <laughs> you really can't get lost. Overall, a pretty good game. Yeah. And it's on, I believe, uh, Switch and Steam. PC. Yeah. Oh, you can play it on Mac too. So cool. <laughs> nice. It is a difficult game, even though I say it's not difficult. But you can pick the easy mode. Above. Above average gamer. That's why I think those the, those accessibility features are cool because it's like I was kind of when I played it at uh, PAX, I kind of played around with that. You can make it where you could play on the hardest difficulty and just make it so you can tank all the hits. So you can just be sitting there taking the hits, but and because they're they're harder to beat, but you can at least be like, okay, I have more opportunity. Or you could be like, I'm going to leave it as is, but make my hits hit them just as hard. Oh, so sure. just two hits to get them. So Damn. I like like all the different, <clears throat> and like the, the window for the parry was longer if you wanted or shorter if oh, you shit. wanted. So like, it was really cool. I was, I was a fan of that. I was like, the fact that they went through all the different things, I'm like, they definitely did a lot here. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Very cool. Keep on rocking. Did, did anyone grab this for fantasy? Uh, you mean me. Did you? Yeah. Let's take a look. It's like 80, I think. 80 something. You lost points. 64. See? Really? Whoa. That's where it ended, yeah. No place for bravery. Wait. I pulled it up. Open critic. Many gave it 82s. Mm. Several gave it like mid 60s. Oh. But I've never heard of these like uh, these sabotage by Kurosh. Fake. Not me. Fake gamers. <laughs> fake, fake news outlets. 
That's a bummer. Don't give up. I, I, I still, I give it, I think it's more than a, I think we all <laughs> said more than a 60 for sure. Yeah. yeah I personally <clears throat> liked it better than Liza P. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. We'll see how that game does. I'm, I'm taking a quick look here. Dofield Chronicle, that also came out. 72. Mm. Got two points. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got? We got Grounded's coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Are there early? Oh, reviews are out. What do you think? 83? 85? Ding, 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 yeah, it's a cool concept. What What was that one game? I think we saw it on TikTok or something where it's like in a toy store. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's called. Okay. It's like a sh- multiplayer shooter toy store. Uh, any of mine? No. Oxenfree got delayed. Yeah. I saw the Twitter today. I was like, what? Will not release. So you get to swap it, right? Son of a bitch. Indie game. Life lies of P. Um, anything else? Uh, what else come out? Valkyrie. Oh, oh, that's also this week. Val Valkyrie Elysium. No oh, shit. Eighty. Shit. Man, you got four in a row coming out. You got those two: A Plague's Tale, and then Plague's Tale's gonna do well. Eighty-five. No, this last one's gonna do well. Matt Mario and Rabbits. Oh, I got. I think I said God of War. Mm-hmm. The, uh, one of my games comes out before God of War, and this Bayonetta three. Eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for a 90. I'm thinking 88, 80, between 87 and 89, but I'm hoping for a 90. <laughs> for America, give me. Be <laughs> give me God of War after that, then the winter. We're, yeah, you got you got one more slot open. So, some games to pick. Choose that 100. <clears throat> or, cool. Or don't choose. Yeah, <laughs> abstain. You're like less hurt. Well, that rain of uh, what is it called? The risk rain of, of rain. <laughs> risk of rain. Fucking, it still hasn't. It still hasn't been reviewed. Hold on, let me see. It still has, has like one review. <laughs> open critic. I feel like Beast. Only one review. Yeah. Beast Inside or Devil Inside is not coming out. My counter pick for yours. Devil Inside. The little Devil Inside. Yeah, I don't think that's coming out. Dude, the the No Place for Bravery has already like come out with their review. How has Risk of Rain I had one? I'm hoping. God damn it. Yeah, you're right. I'm, like, I'm just bummed about Hollow Knight. That <laughs> was so yeah, sure. easy, like, 93, <laughs> 92, 93. What does the first one have? A 90? Let's take a look. What, what do you think? 93? 92? Probably higher. 93. No, 96. Uh, open critic average is 90. 90. Critics gave it 98. Shovel Knight Dig came out. That got a 84. Oh, that's not bad. I might pick that up because I remember it at PAX. That was fun. Yeah. Really fun. Good bite sized game. Upcoming releases Overwatch 2. That, you should pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be neg- another negative ne- game. Uh, Gotham Knights is also coming out. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, uh, well, that's it. That's it for the episode. Guys, where can people find you? They can find me Cold Marmalade, all social media. 
Twitch next week. TwitchCon next week. At the Lost Bosses everywhere. At the Lost Bosses Twitter. Grab one of the exclusive magic cards that he has. Uh, business cards. Hopefully it comes in before. It's a <laughs> Tuesday. It says Tuesday, so. Okay. <clears throat> you can find me at Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Check us out everywhere. Twitch, YouTube, podcasting services. What are you doing? Oh. Nothing like a bug. Oh. <laughs> um, check out our TikToks. I got to put a plug in for that. I've linked mine to have the socials for this, but I, I can't do any more until I guess I have more viewer followers oh just putting out do 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 until i get more viewers thousand i literally was in the plane i'm like i'm just gonna sit here and make i made like eight <laughs> just that do, do, do. Uh, but yeah you can check us all out at the week of dlc thank you for joining us episode 289 and until next time we'll dlc you later